Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Good morning. It is Wednesday, December 6th, five minutes after 11. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So I know what I will be doing tonight. What about you? Will you be watching oh, the fourth debate? Oh, no, Casey. You you know, we had this conversation before that it took me nearly two years, but uh, my life has gone uh, full circle. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and, of course, what I'm referring to is it was well known on this show that mock did all of the all of the actual all the work. work and I showed up and just brought the mm-hmm. the personality and the charm and the charisma and uh, now it's taken me two years but we are back there again where because you're such a control freak you are very excited about doing all of the all of the actual work and mm-hmm. I will uh, I will no doubt look forward I mean okay it's a thing and it's happening but at this point and you 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 have to you have to watch it it's it's part of your your job and what a sucker you agreed to take the template a couple months ago and uh, i was voluntold you walked, by the way you walked right into that <laughs> trap um and, I, and for those of you who don't know here's how i worded it to casey uh-huh. and this is and this is not verbatim how the conversation went but it's 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 pretty close i i i approached casey and i said you know casey you have grown so much mm-hmm. in this position over mm-hmm. the past 18 months and I have just been amazed at at how well you have adapted to the city of Indianapolis mm-hmm. and central Indiana and just how well you really get the politics mm-hmm. both locally and nationally and I just feel like because I'm you know so neurotic and such a control freak that I've really just hogged the authority of the show and <laughs> You know, as a giving person, I want you to have the opportunity to blossom, and and as such, I'd like you to start doing the template. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you did the typical girl thing. Oh my gosh, that's <laughs> what I always wanted. Thanks for thanks for believing. That's not how it went down at all. And so now but. you got to watch this stupid thing, and I, well, I'll be passed out in a ditch somewhere. Okay, so uh, it's going to be on News Nation, and it's also going to be what? It's going to be um, broadcast on ABC's going to do a live blog of the action. <laughs> Can you think of anything more boring than watching a live blog of the presidential this this for these four people bickering at each I other? Don't know, I don't know if I even have News Nation. If I'll be able to watch it, I'm, I might have to get it on the internet yeah. somehow. Well, I, and and now, so think about this is even worse. Not only are you going to subject yourself to this, you're going to have to put effort. I know. Just, now just, I'm going to have to find out if I have the News Nation to be able to who, watch it. Okay, so so let's, let's <sighs> all the all kidding aside. Boy. Who is act- this assignment's getting bigger and bigger? Who is actively watching this other than political nerds tonight? Mm. And because and, who is undecided at this point? If you're someone who's into politics enough that you're going to watch the fourth presidential debate mm-hmm. in which the overwhelming front runner is not participating, who who is that person? Who, right. Who and. Uh, Chris Christie, you can just mark him off because you know his talking points right. already. You know he's going to be Trump bashing, right. anti-Trump. Um, what do you expect different from Ron DeSantis or Nikki Haley or Vivek that you haven't already heard? Nothing. That's my point. What? Like what? They are. They're these people are. They're politicians for the most part. 
generally because of their lack of authenticity. So a big part of rising in politics for many, many people, not every single one, of course, but many, many people is a total lack of authenticity because we live in an environment where a very select group of powerful people often control who rises and who dies in politics. And when you're subservient or beholden to a very select group of people, Mm -hmm. then you can't really be authentic because you're being whatever you think those people want you to be. You're saying what you think wants to be heard. Right, correct. Yeah. And and so when you do that, you can't just turn it on and turn it off, right? And so the, you lose, you really lose yourself. You almost, in a sense, become a professional wrestler. And by that, I mean Hulk Hogan is not real name is not Hulk Hogan, right? His, his, his real name is Terry Bollea. However, it is, you know, the meme where the everything morphs together. There There is no separation because he's been Hulk Hogan for so long that the dude wears bandanas mm-hmm. and flip-flops and Bermuda shorts and fanny packs and tank tops wherever he goes and calls everybody dude, brother, and Jack. Like, there, there is no delineation between Terry Bollea and Hulk Hogan anymore. It's the same thing in politics. When you lose your authenticity, you can't turn it on and turn it off. So you get people on stage who have morphed into whatever they needed to be to rise up the ladder. So Ron DeSantis, great politics, Mm -hmm. great public policy, but comes off as totally plastic and inauthentic because he has played inside a system where that's how you you rise up the ladder. You, you don't show emotion. You don't show passion. You don't connect well with others. That's not what, he, so it's not like he's going to be able to go out there and go, I have solved the problem. And boy, I'm going to be the guy that you'd love to go to the bar with tonight. Nikki Haley, she clearly has immense disdain for regular people, which is why it, when you let her talk long enough, what was her thing? We're going to figure out who everyone on the internet is. We're going to mm-hmm. hold you people, you peasants accountable. That's who she is. Chris Christie, he is a bloviating, blowhard buffoon. You're going to turn <laughs> that on, uh, on or off. And uh, uh, chat GPT guy. Uh, Vivek. Ramaswamy. Mm-hmm. Comes off as a dude who, while a great Salesman at selling you used, used used stereo equipment in out of the trunk at the high school parking lot. That's what he is. Mm-hmm. You can't turn that on or turn turn that off. The bet the bet has been made. So what what are we going to get out of tonight that we don't don't already have? One thing we're not going to get is Donald Trump. He's going to be fundraising. He won't be at the event. By the way, News Nation will also be live streaming it on the internet. Um, and but here's the here's something interesting about this is that the RNC appears appears to have let Chris Christie in, even though he didn't seem to clear all of their polling requirements. So they're kind of bending on that one. They took a, a survey that was done back in September to let him qualify because you know there's this threshold of polling that they all have to meet. He didn't meet it, but they're like, oh, you know what? We'll use this one back from September where you did meet it. You know he looked at them and when they told him no, he was like, do you remember 21st night of September? <laughs> okay, well, let's- what a joke! What a, no, no, what a, wait, wait, wait. What a joke. This whole thing is a clown show. The guy didn't even meet the stupid little requirement that they had, which what is it? It's not like you got to be at 15%. What is it? Six? Yep. Um, yes. And 6%. he didn't meet it. 
And they're just like, uh, you know. It's okay. Nobody's listening anyway. Just three's not going to be enough on stage. So just l- l- let the big guy up there. I like Megan Kelly. I'll be interested to see what she comes up with, what questions she asks, and how much she goes back to Donald Trump because of their relationship. My favorite Megan Kelly. So remember when Trump ran for president? the first time. Mm -hmm. So this was 2015. There was something that happened between him and Megyn Kelly Mm -hmm. and it went back quite a ways. Something happened um, shocking with Trump, right? And she was the moderator of maybe it was the first debate or the second debate. One of the two. I don't remember. She was still at Fox News, I think, at the time. Yeah. And she's up there and she asks him something. Of course, he doesn't want to be asked. And, um, you know, they get into it. And then Trump gets asked about this afterwards. And he goes, he goes, something effective. Yeah, I don't know what was going on with her. You know, she was very mean or whatever. And he goes, he goes, yeah, she was bleeding badly from her face, her eye mm-hmm. or whatever. Like mm-hmm. he wanted to say it. And then he caught himself in the middle of it. And the first thing that came to his mind was her eye. Her eye. She was bleeding badly from. Well, he realized the cameras were on her, him and he couldn't say or that. Yeah. So you've got the two top polling candidates on stage besides Donald Trump. And that is Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis. Of course, they're going to take aim at each other. And I feel like it's going to be. You remember that old cartoon? Hey, Spike, Spike, with the little dogs. There was the big dog what? and the little dog. What are you talking about? And the about? little dog was always chasing the big dog. What? And he was saying, hey, Spike, hey, Spike. What? I feel like Vivek is going to be the little dog. I don't remember any of this. What what <laughs> network was that on? Was this something in the 60s you guys watched? Oh, I'm sure it was a Hanna-Barbera cartoon, Rob. Spike? Yes. What? Yes, somebody remembers that. Wait, what was that for? It what? was the Bulldogs. What, it was like a Bulldog cartoon. What, what are you talking about? Wait, Spike, <laughs> I'm looking up here no, right curious. now. Spike cartoon mm-hmm. dog. <laughs> you don't believe me. Are you talking about the one on Tom and Jerry? Yeah. Yeah, the little Why didn't you say Tom and Jerry? Do you remember that cartoon dog? <laughs> the show is Tom and Jerry, Casey. No, not Tom and not the cat and the mouse. Chester and Spike? What are you talking about? You guys are you, Yeah, I'm just Googling things and I'm Tom and I Jerry's a cat and a mouse. But there was a dog right. on Tom and Jerry. I don't remember the dog's name. So this is I not remember Tom the and little J- dog saying chasing out Wow. Um <laughs> The point is... Was this in black and white? (laughs) Did Dick Clark used to come on and introduce this cartoon? (laughs) No. (laughs) Let's talk about Nikki Haley, okay? I'm totally changing the subject. No, no, no. Let's take a break because I want you to find proof of whatever this this thing is you're talking about. You don't believe me? No, I'm not making up a cartoon, It's not that I don't believe you. It's just we're finding no, like proof of this on a quick Google okay. Wait, search. You said there were two dogs? <laughs> you got There were two black and I'll white dogs. I'll find the dogs. I will find the dogs. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation.
Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. How old are you? <laughs> what are you talking about? What I jokingly said was that what you kids watched in the 60s, mm-hmm. and it turns out this is not even from the 60s. This is the 50s. Well, it was still airing in the 70s. So if you missed Doesn't the... Doesn't mean I, I saw it when it first yeah, came out. It started in 1952, I believe. <laughs> okay. So if you missed last segment, mm-hmm. Casey randomly started talking about some yapping dog named Spike. Well, she I was said, saying Vivek was like In the oh, debate, Spike. Right. Vivek Ramaswamy will be like Spike. Or no, you were saying he was like Chester the Jack Russell. Uh, the little dog it, who yeah. wants to play with Spike the big dog. Right. So Vivek is the little dog and he's trying to keep up with DeSantis and Nikki Haley. Yeah, he's got Jack Being Russell the, energy. Yes, he's going to be like, hey, hey guys, let and, me play, let me play. And so I, you know, I didn't I'd never heard of this, <laughs> nor uh, and so Kevin had guessed a name, right? You had done some quick research. And yeah, you had... I said Spike and Chester, mm-hmm. and then Casey just shot it down like I was an idiot. Yeah, well, I didn't know Chester. I wasn't familiar. <laughs> I just know Spike. I remember Spike. Yeah, you and, know. and so we did. <laughs> peruse the internet during the break mm-hmm. and this cartoon which mm-hmm. looks like you know the original mickey mouse where he's like a stick <laughs> looks like it was drawn it's not that bad. It's like it was drawn on walt disney's <laughs> flip book yeah um it's so it is called chester and and spike do we have we have some audio of, yeah. mm-hmm. of this uh, spike you want it huh nah nah <laughs> you wouldn't like that what do you spike hey spike how about we chase cars huh does that sound like fun this is what you spent your childhood watching? <laughs> it's one of them. But doesn't that sound like something Vivek would, would do? I, I get it now. I just I just feel like we went in a very long <laughs> circle. But that was a good thing that we did the research and pointed mm-hmm. out what it actually was. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, for the people that missed the reference, like myself, mm-hmm. now I understand what you're saying. I think more people knew what I was talking about. No, I don't than, think anybody did. Yeah, no, they did. They, was, they remember that. They remember the Chester and Spike cartoon. Just because you weren't aware of it doesn't mean it didn't exist. <laughs> well, Casey, in the 1940s, many of our audience was not alive. <laughs> thus, they might have not known it was on. But By the way, it wasn't Hanna-Barbera. It was Looney Tunes who did it. So, so this was like a playoff of Tom and Jerry. Is that mm-hmm. what this thing was all about? Or they were just trying to, but instead of a, a cat and a mouse, we've got yeah. like a giant bulldog and then a little, and a little, little dog. Jack a little, Russell. A little dog. Yeah, exactly. And I was just saying that Vivek was like the little dog. Yeah. Okay. Huh. I okay. get it now. Well, your childhood must have been amazing. <laughs> well, you're one to talk. <laughs> I, I bet people are going to call in about this, too. You think so? I hope so. And they'll remember. They'll, they'll remember. They'll, yeah. they'll side with me. They, Some nostalgia. They will. they will. Yeah. 22 minutes after 11 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Let's talk about what Ron DeSantis did. He said he plans to set aside $1 million from the state's annual budget uh, to Florida State University for potential litigation over the football team's oh controversial gosh. snub from oh, the college football no. playoff. Mm-hmm. He's doing you- 
You've got to be kidding me. He's doing big dog energy. No, he's doing pander, <laughs> pandering energy. This is pathetic. Okay, so uh, this was, uh, and these politicians always do this, and it just is a reminder. This will serve as a reminder to people that this guy is a politician, mm-hmm. and this is why he can't he can't break through. So uh, you, if you want to see pandering, you watch a presidential primary. I mean, the Democrats were this way in 2019 and 2020. The Republicans were this way in 2015, 2016. And now we're right back to it in in 2023 2024 where there's just this ridiculous pandering like i remember in 2012 the one that always stands out to me because desantis is florida newt gingrich came from out of nowhere in 2012 like he was kind of an also ran he was there and then he won a state i think it was south carolina or maybe he did one new hampshire one of the two and i remember the Drudge headline was Lazarus Rising, mm-hmm. and it was like Newt Gingrich has come back from the dead, and now he's going right. to challenge Mitt Romney, and it's it's down to Romney and Newt Gingrich. And he, they go to Florida because it's, right, it's I think, right after South Carolina and before Super Tuesday. And he starts unprompted going into this thing about going back to the moon, and maybe Mars was mm. in there. And everybody's looking around like, dude, you your whole campaign has been about bloated government spending, wasteful government spending, and now here you are because that's where the space station, you know, the space space launches, et cetera, are. Now you're talking, you're totally pandering to these people and you're just no different than anybody else. And then he quickly was derailed because people saw, wait a second, when the rubber meets the road, you're you're the same, the same guy as everybody else. This is the same thing, right? The NCW the the selection committee made their choice. There was no good answer here because there were about seven or eight teams who you could probably make a compelling case were super deserving. The four that got in, Mm -hmm. Ohio State, Florida State, Georgia. All of them, you could say immediately, these teams deserve to be in and no one would bat an eye. Is it fun to give them crap and say, hey, what a complete joke that Florida State went undefeated and didn't get in? Yeah, but it's not like they picked IU as the other team. They picked you know, Alabama. They picked Michigan, who's undefeated, mm-hmm. Washington, who's undefeated, mm-hmm. Alabama, who uh, beat Georgia and won the SEC, which is the premier football conference in America, and Texas, who beat Alabama and also lost one game. It's not like there was some, you know, clearly like there were some backroom bribes going on here. They made the best of, of a no-win situation. Yeah, well, it just seemed like they didn't want to go back to like when TCU took a real uh, beating. You know, they wanted to have a more even matchup, they're saying. But if they're saying that all of this rode on the quarterback, well, shouldn't he be eligible for the Heisman? I mean, wouldn't he be the clear winner if they're saying they're keeping that team out because the quarterback's going to be sidelined? And it's inconsistent. Sure. They've, but- they've been saying, you know, some years they go by some rules, some years they go by other rules, and it becomes more of an invitational, not a playoff system. It'll all change next year anyway. It's a business, and Florida State actually has no one to blame but themselves. They tried to expand the thing to, I believe it was eight this year, and mm-hmm. Florida State was a part of a group who blocked them being able to do that. It is a business. There's going to be far more interest in a Michigan-Alabama game. Classic match, And it'll be a better game than there will be Florida State and Michigan. And look, I'm a person who believes Florida State should have got in. If the Power Five 
de uh, designation matters, and you go undefeated, and they beat really good teams. Louisville was in their top ten mm -hmm. two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's not like they you know they beat they played LSU, they beat the doors off LSU. So it's not like Florida State didn't win key games. But all that aside, I don't look at the committee and go, oh my gosh, an egregious sin has happened here. And the fact that you're using government resources, mm -hmm. government taxpayer money to potentially try to sue these I mean, that's pandering, and it tells me you're no different than everybody else. I think it'll be a really interesting matchup between Harbaugh and Saban, classic coaches, classic teams. It's going to be way more watched. There's going to be way more interest in that. And the Washington game with Michael uh, Penix and and uh, and and uh, Texas, that'll be very interesting. I think Texas may be the best team in the tournament. But there's no there's no there's no wrong answer here. There's actually no right answer here, and. They did the best they could. Okay, so DeSantis even noted that, you know, his kids are going to be Seminoles growing up in Tallahassee. And he said uh, litigation isn't going to change the outcome. Let's hear from him. And then I have one last comment for you, Rob. But what we decided to do, we're setting aside a million dollars for any litigation expenses <laughs> that may become as a result of this really, really poor decision by the college football playoffs to exclude an undefeated team who won a big uh, Power Five conference uh, championship. And uh, look, I'm um, as governor, uh, I didn't I didn't go to any of the Florida, Florida universities. And so I've said from the beginning, I just want us to get back to where Miami Florida and Florida State. We're always competing for the national championship. I want more of our blue chip high school recruits to stay in state and all that. And that's kind of been what I've done. But uh, the fact that we live now um, in Tallahassee and in the governor's residence, uh, my first grader, my fifth grader, and my preschooler, uh, what they know uh, is Tallahassee. And so, so they are all Knowles and they are big time fans and they do the tomahawk chop and um, they were not happy uh, on Sunday. Day when uh, when Florida State was left out on, on that college football special uh, show selection show. Okay, so he did write on X. He said congratulations to FSU football for an outstanding season and winning the ACC championship. Of course, Florida State's uh, going to take on University of Georgia on December 30th in the in the Orange Bowl. But here's the one last comment I have for you, yes. Rob. And this is not Florida State football at all. This is Notre Dame football. Yes. They're probably going to the Pop-Tart Bowl. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> Tells you where they sit. Hey, but real quick. So if Georgia beats the brakes off Florida State, as most, pe most people think they will, mm -hmm. then is he going to eat it and, revo and, and replace that million dollars with his, you know, his own money. I mean, what a what a colossal just abuse of the taxpayers to say we're going to take a million dollars to fight a selection committee. Yeah. Waste of time, waste of money. Absolutely. Yeah. It's Kendall and Casey. It's 93 WIBC. 33 minutes after 11 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So Riley Gaines has been everywhere recently. And yesterday she was testifying on Capitol Hill uh, in regards to protecting women's sports. During the testimony, the Democrats' key witness just uh, advocated for biological males to be able to participate in women's sports. Why? So that women can learn to lose gracefully. <laughs> <laughs> You're lying to me. No, I, I'm not. Let's listen. The reality is that like their peers, trans girls and women, they sometimes lose at sports 
and sometimes they win. And success in school sports depends on a whole range of factors, including how hard you work and coaching and access to really good resources and facilities. And trans students participate in sports for the same reason as their kids, because it is fun, mm -hmm. because it creates belonging and community, because it teaches so much about persistence and leadership and, and discipline, unless they learn to lose gracefully, hopefully. There you go. So don't feel bad that you got beat by someone with a penis because you got to learn how to lose to people with the penis. Mm -hmm. You have to learn to lose gracefully. What was it? Uh, was it cycling, I believe? Yeah, uh, two men took the top two spots in the Illinois State uh, Championship yesterday. If you're, if you're a feminist, if you're a pro-woman advocate or whatever we call these people these days, where, where are you on? Where are you at on this? Mm -hmm. how, how are you not speaking out about this? How are you not standing up against this? And and sh this woman says this. Like there was a time, and it wouldn't have been all that long ago. Like even go back, I don't know, ten years ago. Had this person said this in front of the government, Congress, whatever, mm -hmm. she would have been laughed out of the room. And yet, she will say this now that women should have to compete against men because you got to learn how to get your ass beat with grace. <laughs> And people not only don't laugh her out of the room, there are people nodding in agreement in yeah, there. Same. And then there are people all over media outlets across this country who are in lockstep with this with this lunatic. Yeah. Okay. So inclusion can't be prioritized over safety and fairness. The whole thing is ridiculous. They should have separate leagues if that's what they're if that's what they need. Uh, the Biden administration proposing changes, and uh, so Riley Gaines. And I, I think it's fabulous that she is the one who's out in front because she's got the experience and she speaks very well on it. But she has a fantastic comeback to Senator Lee. Such as teamwork and goal setting. In terms of mental health, studies show that participating in youth sports is associated with lower rates of anxiety and depression, lower amounts of stress, higher self-esteem and confidence. Women must stop. Inclusion cannot be prioritized mm -hmm. over safety and fairness and ranking member lee if my test testimony makes me transphobic then i believe your opening monologue makes you a misogynist thank you so after riley Gaines talked about that um lee removed her words to be taken down well isn't it fascinating and i don't, I don't get you know the trans people are such a small part of the populace and the legitimately trans people the people who actually believe i mean let, let's face it there is a there is a reason that until very recently this was was diagnosed as a mental disorder and don't be mad at me for that i'm mm -hmm. not in the community that that did that and many many very liberal people were part of that scientific community that until very recently diagnosed this as a mental disorder because it is it's not natural to be a man and believe you should be a woman it's not natural to be a woman and believe you should be a man the same way as Various other things are qualified as disorders. I have 
a low level of obsessive compulsive disorder. It's not natural to check your refrigerator and make sure it's shut three times. It's not natural to stare at the garage door once you see it going down and make sure it sits and locks. I don't walk around telling people that's totally normal. No, I'm a somewhat neurotic person and that's an affliction of it. I've learned to manage my obsessive compulsive disorder. It used to be far more serious than it is today. But I recognized I am not in the mainstream of society on this. This is not natural behavior. Mm-hmm. The same way wanting to chop off your penis if you're a man <laughs> is not natural behavior. And we shouldn't placate to these people. Now, there is a portion of the populace, very small, who genuinely believes they were born in the wrong body. I do not dispute that. However, the meteoric rise of the amount of people who believe this over the past five years, many of them are not legitimate it is societal societal inducement into believing that you're not someone who was born that way you've been influenced to think that the same way as 10 years ago remember all those people were coming out as gay 10 years ago because it was the cause du jour it was the thing to do i'm and and, 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 uh, there's no a kid a child someone under the age of 18 should not be able to make this choice casey when you're 18 years of age and you're an adult you can start chopping and growing whatever you want. You're still not mentally capable of making that choice, but society says you're an adult, so you go. But the idea that we let 14 and 15-year-old kids do this and think it's normal is abuse. It's abuse, Casey. Okay, so I misspoke. Lee is not a senator. She's a congresswoman, but the Biden administration trying to rewrite Title IX, it's a direct attack on women's rights. And you you can't have men taking titles and scholarships and the dignity and not calling it women it's it's cheating is what it is and you know what i want to play this kevin if you can grab clip number six um nikki haley was asked about this about 12 year old children and should they be allowed to get sex change operations if they want and you would think as she's running for a president as a republican she would say no this was her answer Uh, Madam Ambassador, another question is what care should be on the table when a 12-year-old child in this country assigned female at birth says, actually, I feel more comfortable living as a boy. What should the law allow the response to be? Well, I think the law should stay out of it, and I think parents should handle it. You think that a 12-year-old should be allowed to chop off their penis, lady? And this is the woman who wants the law to ban anonymous accounts on on social media, yet there should not be a law for this issue. That's insane. Mm. This whole thing is insane. <laughs> Maybe they'll get into that tonight in the debate. And it's catering to such a small portion of the populace, Casey. Mm-hmm. This is what I don't get about it. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Good morning. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I- 
bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller. I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. WIBC, it is the Kendall and Casey show. Rob, are you a fan of Christmas music? Are you one of those people you turn it on as soon as Thanksgiving starts? No, I'm what, okay. So I just said no, and people are gonna be like, What a horrific human being you are. <laughs> I just think a month is a little much, a little too far. It's in just advance. a little much, right? Yeah. I mean, because there's only let's face it, there's probably at our sister station B1057 plays mm-hmm. Christmas music every single year and they do very, very well in the ratings. And so clearly, I am in the minority on this that it shouldn't last, you know, a whole month. But th- there's like what 30, maybe 40 super mainstream Christmas songs that everybody is like, oh, that's one of the classics, everyone knows that one. And I think after about a th- the third or fourth time through the loop. You're just ready to gouge your eyes out. Okay, well, I don't know if you've heard about this, but Brenda Lee's Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree? Yes. You're familiar with oh, this one. Oh, yes. Yeah. That, that would be one of the 40 that you would say would probably be in the regular rotation. Right. It has topped the Billboard Hot 100 chart for the first time since it was released in 1958. Oh, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, it took, what, 62, 63 right? years to get sure. up there? It beat Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas oh, Is You, no. which is now number two. Oh, Poor no. Mariah, what is she ever gonna do? Isn't that wild that that Mariah Carey song, it's, that is the song she is now most identified with? Mm-hmm. I mean, you see the memes mocking her and that song that, you know, began, hey, one month till this, or mm-hmm. isn't that crazy that of all the success she had, that is probably the song she's most identified with now? Yeah. Uh, I did a little bad math just there. Oh. 65 years for Brenda Lee's Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. Of course, it was featured in Home Alone, uh-huh. but even that didn't do it. I don't know why this year was the year Brenda Lee got the number one spot. You know, Brenda Lee used to do, She, I feel terrible here, maybe you can check on your cellular telephone if we were playing the dead or alive game mm-hmm. is whether she is still with us or not but she used to do a big kind of like tour where she, w- and she did a local thing, the oldies, there was an oldies station here for many, many years and they used to be the kind of, you know, presenting station for her big you know, gala event around Christmas time and mm-hmm. obviously that was a huge part of that was to people of you know kind of my parents age and then your parents a little older than my parents but they would go and see her do that song because it was such an iconic song of their youth she is still alive oh very good because she's sending out quotes and statements Uh, oh no well you know these days casey that doesn't even mean anything uh she said she was a young teenager when rockin came out and she knew that it resonated with uh lots of generations but she's 78 years old and she is the oldest artist now to top the chart it used to to be held by Louis Armstrong with Hello Dolly in 1964. I would have thought Dolly Parton might have been able to surpass that because she's about that mm-hmm. age, but apparently not. Well, so congratulations to her. Uh, I'm not sure how I would have done on the Brenda Lee Alive or Dead game. Uh, I would have really had to think long and hard about that. I actually would have thought she was older than 78 years mm-hmm. old, but clearly the internet never lies. Yeah. There's a new video that's circulating that goes with the song, and it, you know it's her singing the song, but I'm wondering 
if if social media isn't part of the reason why her song became number one on the Hot 100 chart because now people are getting the video to go along with the song. You know what is the most underrated Christmas song of all time? And it almost never gets played on radio stations. And that is just a complete tragedy that that doesn't happen. What? Uh, it's a song in case you're a music aficionado. So mm-hmm. I know you've no doubt not only heard this song, but you probably have it on a loop in your uh, large high rise that you live in. Yeah. Uh, Jim Croce did uh-huh. a Christmas song called It Doesn't Have to Be That Way. Oh, I don't and, know that one. Oh, what? No. Are you serious? <laughs> I don't know that one. Well, it, is, it is the all time, I think, well, look, there are obviously songs about the Lord and Savior that are ahead of anything Jim Croce ever did. But uh, no, it's to me, the from a commercial perspective, mm-hmm. the greatest Christmas song of all time. See, and I'm kind of like you. I like 2,000 Miles from The Pretenders, uh-huh. which isn't your typical Christmas right. song on top of the charts. But uh, yeah, now the one thing that I wanted to ask you yeah. is, do you like wasabi? Do I like who? <laughs> wasabi. Well, do I like what? I'm totally changing the this subject. This is a family program here, Casey. Wasabi. It's, uh, it's you know, a green, spicy food. It's, oh. It, it's a no, plant. No. It's a... Casey, do I look like this sort of person? You have known me for two Sushi years now. Sushi lovers would know. Do I look like the sort of person who would like... Wasabi. Wasabi. No, you does, don't. Does it actually. come in a bag? Does it does it come in a a bag with a lo, with a logo on it? Do you ever eat sushi? No, my wife does all the time. There's a there's a sushi place in Brownsburg, and so I will pick food up for her because mm-hmm. she works from home a lot of time, uh, all the time, and I just pretend to be a door a DoorDash guy. Okay, well, she probably likes this, and that's a good thing for her because a new study came out that says wasabi will increase your memory. Oh, a new study was done. And and it is not only short-term memory, but also long-term memory. They're saying that it has a, uh, a wealth of health benefits. Oh, how exciting. It's an antibiotic. It's anti-cancer, anti-inflammatory, and uh, it can have dramatic changes in anybody who eats it. You ever notice how often they change their opinion on stuff, though? It seems like every year there's a study that comes out, and oftentimes it will contradict the previous study on whatever the oh, thing yeah. is. Oh, yeah. One year eggs are good for you, one year they're not. One yeah. year butter's good for you, one year butter's not. Same with milk and meat, everything. You know why I think that is? People why? make money off the study business. And once you've studied something and then it's definitive, then there's no need to study it anymore. And mm-hmm. thus, we must have another study that contradicts the previous study. <laughs> so we'll need to study it further. Okay. Well, researchers believe that wasabi, the extract, lowers levels of oxidants and inflammation in the hippocampus. And you're so smart. I know you know what the hippocampus is. Uh, why don't you tell me? Even though I clearly know, our audience probably needs to know. And I don't... It's half your you show. You don't want to show off, no, I, right? Yeah, the, right. Hippo, the wasabi and the hippocampus. Mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah, you tell me. The hippocampus is part of the brain responsible for memory. Oh, yeah. Yeah, see. Have you, what, at what age did you start losing your memory? <laughs> oh, or I should ask, have you started losing your memory? Oh, right. No, it's perfectly intact you know, because, you know, I eat lots of wasabi. No, I don't. I don't like it either. I it's have, too spicy. I have found that, look, I'm not saying like I don't remember your name type of thing, but it, I'm, I'm nearing 40 <laughs> and I'm finding that it maybe sometimes will take me a moment or two there'll be things like i'll see someone's face or there'll be a thing and hey, i'm supposed to be doing this mm-hmm. and it just doesn't register quite like it used to yeah um okay well you can always go to wikipedia to look up things no, if you want yeah that's true and nobody ever lies on the internet it's not like anybody can just get on wikipedia and enter whatever they want well wikipedia has released their top 25 most viewed pages yeah. for 23 oh how exciting what do you think the number one thing people look up on is? wikipedia on wikipedia oh my gosh casey i 
Donald Trump. No. Oh. Uh, 84 billion page views so far in 2023, and getting half of that is chat GPT. Oh, People wow. People looking up artificial intelligence. No kidding. Yeah. Boy, that's really scary. They created an entire list of all, you know, everything that people are looking up. And if I could get to the bottom here of the article, I could share that with you. Uh, Oppenheimer's the one. Isn't of the it wild the things up. people get? And here's the thing. So of course anybody can get into Wikipedia and enter whatever they want, and mm-hmm. this, there's supposed to be mechanisms by which you know it can kind of be sourced and and edited back if there's incorrect information, but. Um, isn't that wild, though, that now our source, you know, it's not Encyclopedia Britannica anymore or, or uh, you know, various great books of the of the Western world. It's it's now, hey, let's go to Wikipedia and see what Fred thought about this. Let's go to Wiki. Uh, OK, so it's chat GPT at number one. Oh, this is morbid. People looking up deaths in 23. Well, we're getting, to the, end, we're getting to the end of the year, though, yeah. and that's pretty common. We kind of remember the one year, was it like 2016, where there were all just so many famous people, and right until the very end of the year, mm-hmm. famous people were just kicking the bucket left and right? Yep. Another thing that's on this list is the 2023 Cricket World Cup. Oh. A lot of people very interested sure. in that. Of course, I mentioned Oppenheimer. People are researching not only the film Oppenheimer, but J. Robert Oppenheimer, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. the actual person. Oh, boy, this one's going to upset you. Taylor Swift oh, is on the well, list. Well, of course she is. And I'm going to guess she might be person of the year, by the way. Oh, She's probably well, in the running for that. that. How could? But uh, I'd like to point out, I'm in no way comparing uh, her to this person, but Hitler was also person of the year. Right. <laughs> so let's, let's just so, put... So there, take that with you. Yeah. Um, also, Barbie. People are looking up Lionel Messi. Also, Matthew Perry from Friends. Elon Musk. Tony Katz is on that list somewhere, too, right? No, he's not. Boy, that's very interesting. I would have totally had him on my top ten. Lisa Marie Presley is, and Andrew Tate. <laughs> of course, right? Uh, Tony Katz, number 26, of course. <laughs> Sorry, the list only went to 25. But speaking of Tony Katz, he's coming up next. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Kevin. And thank you for listening today. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.